for now, let us relish within the Lotus. Welcome, everyone, to the final episode of this season, the Juggalo Rewind Podcast, Season 2. This is Peter. I'm here with Chris. Hello, Chris. Hi. It's good to be back. We Missed are, everybody out there. Yes. We took a couple weeks off, like I, we seem to do at the end of every season for different reasons every year, but so be it. It's all good. We're here now. I would like to mention, before I forget... If we ever take breaks like this, you can always go find our other friends in the Juggalo podcast world, whether it's ICP with We or Juggalo Judgment, uh, Deck One Delt. Go over to see uh, our our boy Kelly over at Freshes oh, yeah. the Podcast. So he's uh, a- just uh, announced, I think this is uh, out there, he announced that he's bringing back Ren Soul, which, talking about old school, early 2000s stuff, and Detroit hip hop history, that was the go-to website. And that's all website, right? Yeah. So, he's always got something in the pan, in the, or what, what, what do they say? Something in the fire? Uh, irons in the fire. Yes. Whether it's Twitch, or podcasts, or website, so follow him. But, point being, whenever we take a little break ski, there's always other people out there for you to follow up on and it so. gives a little chance for some folks to catch up because i know a, a friend of the pod cousin aaron said he's still like halfway through most tasteless <laughs> i know a few others who are way back there in the list so that's you know, give a little chance to catch up yeah everyone gets a chance and uh we get a chance to recharge chris went on vacation i'm demoing a kitchen and just yeah. having general depression and malaise so that's well, all good. that's what lotus is here to get you out of that depression nothing I'm, like some dark lotus to get you out of it. i'm just thinking more that every season ending is like a curse for me <laughs> that's <laughs> when you hit your depression something <laughs> bad happens at the end of every season so. i have a feeling season three might get you out of that funk because you say that and then something fucking Teaser. catastrophic is gonna happen. <laughs> so um well that's something else we got to talk about uh but you have that in your section anyways we're talking shop during the episode because we're out of sync and yeah. we don't remember how to do this so <laughs> it's been a minute but i was thinking on the way over here to the studio if you're listening to this episode which is the wrap-up of the season two yes the tales of lotus pod you already know our deal we don't have to like be perfect or mm-hmm. you know I've, this is the first episode you're ever listening to and fucking i don't know what you're doing you should be <laughs> it's, it's called wrap-up for a reason <laughs> you should be going back to this entire season or you should listen to season one but uh I think we get a pass on this episode for being perfect and smooth because people who are listening are already uh, our friends. And, and uh, the the album is not perfect and smooth, so, you know, why have the podcast be? Yeah, Since no. it's an album that's a fucking clusterfuck. <laughs> yeah, it's a perfect way to end it. Uh, speaking of clusterfucks, this may not be the last episode of the season. We may still have something, but with all likelihood, probably not, because <laughs> fucking that's just how our luck goes. But we'll try to uh, let everyone know. Maybe the Dark Carnival will shine his light down on us as we... Did you say his light or its light? It's. Uh, sorry. Okay. Hers. The Dark Carnival in general. Uh, <laughs> anyways, where was I just going with that? Uh, sorry. Sidetracked you. No, that's Maybe okay. some other episodes before Season 3 kicks off. And, you know, maybe you find out about Season 3 by the end of the episode. It's, we may drop a little, uh, little teaser Let's or see. two. I'm excited. Are you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, (laughs) oh that's a reminder Uh, all season we've been doing the uh, 
the drink of the week. Booski of the week. You don't have one. Do Not you? this week. Uh, friend of the uh, pod as well, Steve, who does the you know, beats on on uh, Booski of the week and the outros. He had one, a local one that was a Lotus beer, but did not meet up with him to get it. So, you know, nothing. You know, there's no theme for the wrap up. It's yeah. the album as a whole. So, Untitled Coors Light. That's what I'm sitting with here. <laughs> I really wanted to get. Uh, there's a place by me that's Lotus Pizza. Oh, and I man. wanted to grab it, but that just. Didn't I haven't happen. had pizza in a couple weeks either. Well, there you go. I've had a lot of pizza in the last couple. That <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. So it's uh, it's on the top of my head. Just as a quick note, as we uh, already mentioned, follow us on social medias to see what's going on on season three. Hopefully, you're already following us on all social medias. So that's at Juggalo RWD on your Twitter, Instagram. Facebook and uh, TikTok. Chris is back from vacation, so you'll see more stuff on there because that's his baby. Because he doesn't trust me with any of it. I trust you. I just have a lot of uh, random things that I have to post. I've got, I have a lot for the wrap up. So, you know, as you're listening to this, there's going to be some good stuff popping up. Nice. Old photos, gatherings, and merch. We had to post the merch, you know. So, speaking of merch, I have my list for later in this episode. I went to psychopathictraders.com tonight, yeah. and it's down. Oh, no. <laughs> so uh, someone else said it was down a couple days ago, so I wonder if that's uh, not there anymore. Yeah, buy that, boy. I, I thought about <laughs> it. Just to fuck them. Just buy Just it back. <laughs> but all the, the content isn't there. Yeah. Well, the Wayback Machine should have most of that. You'd... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe able to grab some of it. What I might still have for? some of It'd be real funny if we just took it back. Maybe we passed the curse on. Because we, we uh, what do you call it? Shouted them out <laughs> on uh, right. d- on dot com. So maybe now it's uh, we've cursed them. Speaking of merch, we'll get Sp- to it later. Speaking of curses, I guess this is part isn't part of the merch, but I pulled out for our Instagram photo my Hatchet Rising tour shirt and ticket stuff. So I think I need a change. I need to put it on for the show. This is not a visual pod, but maybe I need you're going to put it on. Feel good. All right, Chris is uh, putting that shirt on. Does it still fit you? It's an XL, so. Oh, Chris I, is getting fucking naked in the, in the studio. It's much bigger than the shirts I wear now. Yeah, it's very wide. It's very psychopathic of 2001. Very heavy cotton. Not wearing <laughs> this out in the public. Oh, nice and faded. It's like my bedtime shirts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're wearing like the long... Uh, yeah. Looking good. Feels good. You ready to, ready, <laughs> ready to rock and roll now? Um... I thought you were going to take away longer, and I was going to go over... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, go on, go on what you were going to say. I was just going to say, like, the phone number, if you want to give us a call, it's 810 It's 810, right? See, I've already <laughs> forgotten. 810-666-1570. Uh, email is juggalorwd at gmail.com. And uh, the website, juggalorewind.com. Let's just jump into some stuff about Dark Lotus. Um, again, as everyone knows, we went through the entire... Tales from the Lotus Pod album this Albums. season. Yes. Original Red. cursed version and gold definitive version. <laughs> and uh, we went episode by episode, song by song, and now we're just kind of tying up some stuff that we missed. Um, a little bits and pieces here and there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Where do you want to start? you have any uh, anything in particular? Um, do stories and fixes go since it goes down, you know? Yeah. We can uh, do goes that. Goes on the track listing. Um, let's look here. Dot da, da, da. While we're here, I think we're gonna. Uh, I mean, as we noted, there's a phone number that you can call and leave mm-hmm. us a voicemail. Uh, I think we're gonna sprinkle in some voicemails here. So, 
this is a good time to start sprinkling in one before yeah. you get there. Here's one that uh, someone left. I don't know who. <laughs> I simply have it titled Lotus. Lotus. So thank you to whoever just screamed the Lotus into the. That, that's all I want. Yes, I'll play it. Oh, I'm not gonna play it again for you. That's um. Yes, they just yelled Lotus. <laughs> Down with that. I'm not pain in the ass. Fuck you. Um. All right. So stories and fixes. So we're gonna go back. Uh, if we missed anything, someone either told us or we kind of figured it yeah, out ourselves. Yeah, dug up later. Oh, starting from the beginning, episode zero. We didn't really mention that Misery was named an original member of the. Of yeah, and I don't remember this at all. Uh, I think it was very brief. I don't know if anything. I shouldn't say that. I think it was on a hotline with okay. Jay and Mars, and they talked about him being part of the new group, and they played the beat for Hound Dogs, and that beat, as we talked about last season, right. he used for Dr. Giggle's track, mm-hmm. but I think at that time they were talking that was a that beat was going to get used for a Lotus song with Mars. No, Mars. With Misery. Okay, when you said, saying you said, Mars? No, at the beginning, you said a hotline with Mars and Jay, and I was going, oh, wait a minute, they sorry. brought like, Misery back? Oh, no, so. sorry, let's let's start over. Yeah, so it was Mars, it was, it was Misery. It was Misery and Jay before Hound Dogs came out. Yeah, oh, sorry, I apologize. Now it's a fix to the fix. It's Misery was an original member at the beginning as Chris is chasing the dog out of the studio. <laughs> He's distracting me. That's okay. So yeah, misery. Add yes. him to your your list of potential original members. Would make sense because he was around, kind of when it's, they started. Yeah, if we're when talking Twisted's, when Twisted's there, and they're probably coming up with the idea. Yeah, we didn't. Maybe we talked about that in season one, but the trajectory of how Twisted and Misery were on the label, and like how one went high and one tapered off but mm-hmm. like when did that happen other than the gathering 2001 <laughs> which is a very bad at that point though misery was no longer in the label he was just a guest at the gathering which is right? crazy because that's not that long after right but the, that's early gatherings they can't I, as i say they can't get good guests but they did have like three six and bone and shit then yeah. so i guess they did but i mean you know lower car guys you need and he's connected but he was still around and yeah i don't know when that happened god it had to be super early if they used the hound dog beat that's what is curious too is fuck and then now we're talking like early we're talking like 98 right and like but they were piping it by then so it's possible the original is there the original version with misery instead of blaze doing that like the dr giggles part (laughs) uh i mean who knows yeah there's so much now we're just we're getting, yeah. getting but, way too deep into it again. Anyways, misery. We could pencil in right before Vampire and Ishan were members. <laughs> yes. And, um, Godsmack and crazy. <laughs> we'll get crazy into that. In you slow down a little bit. We did not talk about this for episode one for the intro, and I don't know how we missed this. The beat for the intro to Tales to the Lotus Pod, straight up stolen. Yeah. Not. <laughs> Uh, sampled, not nothing, just used. So that is uh, a song called Raven's Hollow 
by Midnight Syndicate. So if you, uh, if that sounds familiar to you, Midnight Syndicate sued Psychopathic <laughs> for use of this and a bunch of other songs. I believe they got paid out for it. Yeah. And then Psychopathic did it again, and they sued him <laughs> again. So I, it wasn't just two songs. It was multiple, multiple songs over multiple artists. Right. And I think it was two separate suits. As, yeah, as the original, and then when they got caught again. <laughs> yes. So. Not maybe then. Maybe uh, it's all by Clark's fault. Maybe my Clark had to pay them out with all that all summer long money. <laughs> That's why he had to make that track to pay off Midnight Syndicate. He's like, God damn it, Bobby. I need, uh, I need a hit. I need something. You could pay for these two samples. <laughs> Get that money on it, and I'll make it a beat. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, check that out. Midnight Syndicate. They're like, I don't even know how to explain what kind of music they are. They're just like spooky sample or uh, like instrumental. Yeah, almost like Halloween music. You play for trick-or-treaters, they come to your door. But I bet if you dug into their you know, archives, yeah. you'll see some psychopathic uh, <laughs> beats on there. Do you think uh, the Ravens' name of the songs, or they got the idea for the Ravens on this and in the lore of the Wraith? You think so? They They're stole like, that, too. <laughs> They stole a lot of stuff from somebody. Maybe I'll get Raven's Hollow at the gathering. You mean Midnight Syndicate? Oh yeah, Midnight Syndicate <laughs> at the at the gathering. Uh, moving down the list, some of these I wrote like months ago, so I don't remember what they are. But so be it. Episode two, we talked about the online sampler. The online sampler was basically what was on the psychopathic sampler two thousand one. Just pulled out the. I don't think we called it that. Like, last season, we referenced the Psychopathic Sampler 98. Yeah. This one was the Psychopathic Sampler 2001. Mm-hmm. I think we just called it... We didn't know what to call it. So... Yeah. Um, that's with the Mars stuff on there, too. Yeah, the Mars song with Jay, and then the Lotus yeah. stuff. So and then we, what, the, the Blaze stuff? Was that on there, too? Mm, I believe so, yeah. So, we talked about it a lot. We just didn't put a name to mm-hmm. it. So, <clears throat> if you remember that far back, uh, we're trying to fix that. We were also talking about Prozac, who's a ghost hunter now and not a rapper. Uh, his show is on the Travel Channel. Again, if you remember two months back when we talked about that, I think I said it was on like Sci-Fi or A&E or something. Definitely on the Travel Channel. we got to make sure Prozac show gets a good plug. Did I write down what the name of that show is? No, absolutely not. I literally just wrote Prozac show. Uh, I pull up his Instagram. My phone's almost dead. It'll probably die as I look at it. But, you know, pull up Prozac on Instagram because that's what he's posting about. I feel like we did that at the time and we still couldn't figure it out. So, <laughs> Also, for the record, we're watching wrestling as we're taping this. Um, so if you hear us in the background stopping or pointing or <laughs> laughing, it's probably that. But we're plowing through because that's what we do. This is more important than wrestling. Yes. Right? Juggalo family. Yes. Episode four. I wish I had fucking what songs they were. I need to start doing that. Episode four was I Hurt Myself. myself. We speculated that the female voice on that song is Amy from Blush, Mm -hmm. who was also in, um, what song is she on? Uh, um, uh, Take Me Home. Yeah. 
right? And we yeah. assume cotton candy and popsicles. I don't know. We didn't dig into that yes, yet. But. but no, we did a little digging, and the female voice on this song was not Amy from Blush. It but was, a local musician, right, from Detroit? No, I think it was just Mike P's girlfriend. Yeah, but he was time. he was from Detroit at the time, right? So yeah, but that doesn't mean she was in a band. I just meant she was from Detroit. I yeah, guess yeah. I said musician, yeah. Just a local individual. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she wasn't local. Maybe he True. maybe she lived somewhere else. I don't know. But maybe that's why he moved to Memphis. Or Tennessee or Nashville, wherever he is now. He took the midnight train to Memphis. <laughs> uh so yeah, we go back and not Amy from Blush. But if we ever do Forgotten Fresh three, <laughs> maybe we'll uh bring this up again for her and we'll find her. A lot of episodes where we didn't have any mistakes. Clean sailing, didn't fuck anything up. Yeah, no, Everything was right. We're awesome. <laughs> uh, episode 11, we fly into... Bitch, da, 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 I'm sexy. Bitch, I'm sexy. And Bitch, do you want me? <laughs> um, and we had a special guest on that episode, our friend Samantha, who we didn't note... As we joked the whole season about who has lotus tattoos, yeah. she has a fucking dark lotus tattoo. Well, now I need to put her into the collage. Yeah. She's a member. <laughs> it is not the uh, wrist tattoos like everyone else, yeah. but it's close enough that we sat there and talked to her for an hour and a half. and Didn't bring it up? Didn't even bring it up. So It's the cross, right? It's got to be. Yeah, it's the cross. I don't know if she'll want us to post it because she has a job that will fire her for being <laughs> a, a jungle uh, gang yeah, member. Pretty much. How do you know the? How do you know the? Is Dark Lotus lumped in with the gang activity? That's true. They are a different group. They're not on cycle. But there's no like. I was just gonna ask. There's no Hatchet Man label on there. It's the, a, the next three CDs have to be right. They're not like on Joe and Joey. That was only... No. Lotus Lily had nothing on it, right? The first one didn't, yeah. but the next three probably did. I think so. This isn't a Black Rain season. <laughs> not yet, it isn't. <laughs> Stay tuned until next year. That is her tattoo right there. Oh, it is it is kind of in the spot, though. It's it's getting close, <laughs> but it's the full uh, full cross. So, Sam, let us know if we can post that or give us a better picture. Let us know if you want to be part of the collage. <laughs> part of the loaded, you're part of the group. In yeah. my eyes, do you remember? <laughs> when Chris makes a t-shirt with this graphic, Dave, would you either like a free one or do you need a cut of the fucking $2 that we're going to Would make? you like to be next to Ray Liotta or next to uh, Joe Pesci? <laughs> Maybe Joe Biden. Take your pick. <laughs> Anyways, moving down the line... Uh, I think you did this one, but I I, I didn't listen to it. Um, yeah. So black or black crows crows. I still don't know what the name of the fucking song is. <laughs> I uh, think it's oh, black crows. Okay. Before we get into that, we're talking about the crows, right? Right. So I'm gonna pull up another voicemail if you don't mind. Oh yeah, let's go. Um, and this is gonna have a this is gonna be a two parter, uh, two stories within this. Mm-hmm. So let me look. This is from. Our buddy Steve from Pittsburgh. So I think there's going to be two stories in here. So let us take a listen. Yo, it's your boy Steve from Pittsburgh. Uh, I feel like it's set better on this episode. The this song sucks. <laughs> I skip this song every single time. I don't even acknowledge it that it exists. Uh, if I have to vote for anyone. Uh, I'm just giving Jamie Madrox a vote because I'm sure he, he did a wonderful job, so we'll give it to him. <laughs> sure he did. <laughs> uh, also, quick 
quick story about the, the gathering 2001. I was there. I did get to see the, the first performance. Uh, I don't remember it because, let's be honest, it, it's been so long, all that shit runs together, and I just, I just don't remember. That's true. Uh, I do remember, though, that uh, my mom took me and several of my friends, because we were so youngsters, and we had a room next to what would eventually become Zug Island. And it was Finn, Mike P, uh, I believe Lil Pig, and there was one other guy. And they invited us into their room and, and said they were recently found the psychopathic. I think that would be Guido, by the way. Playing, like, music the bass player. And oh, yeah. we didn't believe them for one fucking minute. <laughs> But then, <laughs> yeah, but then we then ended up Zug Island was formed, you know? It was it was wild. What actually really I guess sealed the deal was Violent J ended up coming down to uh on the floor that we were staying on and to visit these guys and I was in the shower and my friends are banging on the door, they're like, You gotta get out the shower, you gotta get get out the shower. And uh, I'm like, so like, I hurry out the shower and I open up the door and Violent J is singing fucking Pearl Jam songs <laughs> with who would eventually become Zug Island. I stayed in the wrong wow, hotel. Awesome. <laughs> My friend Dave has, uh, he was recording shit and it's funny, you guys always talk about the visor because he was like outside uh, of the room like, with the visor and, we, and he was recording them going to the uh, to the elevator and, there, and he didn't have any paint on and he goes <clears throat> usually we would take that camera and break it he goes but since it's a gallery we'll let it slide so that was always a, a fun story that we, that we still share with people but uh I have the video it takes one of those VHS converter thingies like it's like a small VHS tape and you have to put like a larger one and mail it do you have one of the converters? I think so. Oh, he was about to buy one. So we. <laughs> oh no, uh, I have the little like thing it goes into, right? And then you put it in the. Uh yeah, it's like a, it's a little tape, but it goes into a big tape. Yeah, and then, I might. I gotta look. Okay, well, we'll hit you up, Steve, before this happens. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's our. We're gonna hear from Steve a couple times. This is not Steve local Steve. This is Pittsburgh Steve. Um. We posted that photo though. I did not. I didn't hear yeah. this story till now. I did not listen to this voicemail. So I posted the photo from that night, uh, very recently. Yeah, when he when I heard that and he's like, "Yeah, we have it on video." I'm like, "Oh my god, we need to like find that." <laughs> so we will uh, hopefully be hearing that soon. Main part of that was that the crow sucks. <laughs> the crow's not bad. So <clears throat> but that goes back to the original thing, the fix from. Yeah, so I just uh, yeah. I thought that was apropos at the time. No, that's so. good. I definitely did not uh, listen to that. <laughs> I missed that story. That's See, good. I paid. Chris does the social media. I do the phone. So I'll read the transcript sometimes, but oh, I might not have read that full one. Maybe we will post that transcript <laughs> so you can see how bad it is. Yeah, the, Google accurate. does not know how to read people's no. uh, voicemails. All right, so you want to talk about this one, episode 14? Yeah, this was... Uh, I forgot where he heard about these two. And someone told us these two interviews are really good. Uh, yeah, I heard it from... A mix, I think, of Rob from Twisted History. His name's Rob, right? Yeah. I, I get so. all the guys. I'm just going to say it right now. All the guys on ICP with Wii's Discord yeah. change their fucking gimmick <laughs> names on there every other day. So I don't know who's who. Yeah. Because, like, they have a joke group. 
which is funny, but then like they keep changing. And I'm like, I don't know who's who. And there's like four Robs. Like I, I can't keep. I love all you guys, but I just I can't keep track of where your fucking names are. I struggle with people's names, and I see them like in their face. So not seeing faces and like yeah, no, changing gimmick names. It's, it's terrible. I'm I'm so bad at that. But regardless, yes, a couple people on there told us about some good interviews. Old Blaze and Twisted, right? Or there were two Blaze ones. Yeah, it was Replicon and uh, Fago Lovers, Fago I believe. Lovers, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the Replicon one, they touched a little bit on Lotus, you know, asking him about stuff, and um, he, he being Blaze, pronouns, pal. Pronouns, pal. <laughs> Blaze said uh, he originally had a verse for Crows. Didn't elaborate on, like, exactly what he said. You know, I think he totally forgot what he <laughs> rapped about, but he's like, yeah, I originally had one, and for whatever reason, they chopped it. I don't know if they didn't like, you know, didn't mix or whatever, but because we did an episode, there's no, it's just twisted nice piece. So we assumed it was uh, like a weird era. Yeah, just those early, like kind of like you know with uh, Echo Side and um, Blink. Like maybe it was all from that era. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to look now on my. Yeah, it is a Mike Clark track, so it is from that era, but it was post Foursome. Yeah, Lotus, yeah and it like- was it was recorded during the five pack, unless. Blaze recorded it. Did you just call it the five pack? Yeah. <laughs> unless it was uh, something Blaze recorded, like to add to it, and it just didn't fit. But nonetheless, he uh, he said he recorded a verse for Crows on the Replicant Radio uh, interview. Did, so you wrote here, or did I write that? That because he went too far in his gimmick. Oh yeah, was that's like, what he's like. Is it like too dark or too uh, too far being like Blaze? You did, homie. I guess, which is funny because it's a fucking that's. A- <laughs> Yeah, and Lotus is literally, like you say, his origin story. Unless maybe he was like saying it was too far, like, uh, g- gangster, 80s gangster rap gimmick. Yeah. But again, he has that on Lotus. Um, took, took a slug, I'm already dead. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. You can't not, unless he's just straight up, like he sounds like he's Ice Cube yeah. in 87. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Like, but he didn't he didn't elaborate too much on like what, what it was, but nonetheless, hmm. interesting little tidbit that there was yeah, no. once a Blaze verse. Yeah, that's a good one. And then the next thing, and maybe the last one, uh, .com, episode 16. We did not mention that .com is not on the vinyl. So, um, so does that mean that .com is not a definitive Lotus track? No, it's lost to the ethos or the, the ethers of Juggalo space. Oh, man. That's why we had to do it ourselves. We had to redo it. <laughs> I imagine. No my- fucking thanks. No one said thank you for that. <laughs> So fuck all of you guys. The best was... Uh, and then maybe that's why, because everyone who's ever on a .com is fucking uh, thankless. <laughs> My favorite was uh, Hulk Hogan just going, fucking, I sat through an hour of that shit. <laughs> didn't oh, didn't yeah. get so I got to the very end. He's like, oh. He's like, I'm not going to listen to it again, so I don't care. <laughs> fucking assholes. We love He's the only one who said something. He was just... <laughs> we love you all, but yeah. Whatever. You're... Insane championship pool to me. <laughs> My assumption it wasn't on there. Be- well, one because it's so outdated. When the vinyl came out, they're like, "Why?" Was- but yeah. may- maybe too like it's it is a double, you know, double vinyl. But maybe it still was like crunch for you know time to fit on a double LP or just a you know normal vinyl double LP release. Yeah, that's tough. Well, while I'm doing that, I'm gonna play one more quick. Uh, what do you call it? voicemail this has like 30 seconds of shit that i can't hear but then i can hear the ending very clearly so let's see if we can pick up on this i will start for my own records so i know when i'm editing at 30 seconds on the dot (laughs) 
Uh, someone calling in and calling me an asshole. So I think it was Florida Joe. At the beginning, it sounded like Florida Joe. So as I just talk shit about all of our friends, we toss in there that someone's calling me an asshole. I probably was someone who was a fan of the Crows. Could be. We didn't pay attention to when that one came in. but <laughs> All right, so we got that. We got that in there. Thanks for... <laughs> if you want to be heard on a future... Wrap up show eight one zero six 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 fifteen seventy, and uh, you can call me an asshole. There looks like I'm still the fan favorite. <laughs> you're the you're the baby face. I'm the dirty ass heel. <laughs> All right, so we did stories and fixes. Where else do you want to go? Where do you want to go next? Hmm. Spin the wheel. What do we land on? Should we go through the updated timeline? Maybe I don't know. What do you think? Uh, sure. I feel like that's your baby. So I'm. Uh, I, I'm. I'll let you roll with it, or we can just go on and off. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess start, we start running through it, and then uh, if anything pops out to talk about. So at the very beginning, the uh, episode zero, we gave our timeline, uh, posted it, of what we thought the Lotus timeline was between digging through the podcast, digging through the Wayback Machine, should mainly Jiggles and a few others would... Uh, fill us in on. And you're saying that this is like a fix of what we've already said, or it's just yeah. kind of like a, a... Some of these, I guess, were already there. Some were updated, like, specific dates or fixed dates, fixed t- on the timeline, and, like, uh, stuff added to it. So, uh, we go way, way back. Hmm. 10-31-1998, Hollow Wicked. Uh, the flyer, as we discussed, for Echo Side was handed out, and then, allegedly, <laughs> a thousand copies were sold. <laughs> um, what we th- say would be, uh, Winter of ninety eight, ninety nine mm-hmm. at Rock of Ages. Uh, we move on to six twenty two, nineteen ninety nine. Was Hound Dogs released as a Dark Lotus track on Most Tasteless reissue, and that's the first appearance of Blaze in the lineup. Uh, we mentioned that we thought Blink also was from that session, yeah. and I brought it up during um, Juggalo trivia, and Blaze confirmed that they, that was uh, in the same session, and no. he thinks it's a Lotus track. Too. Yeah. Straight from the presses. Straight from the dead man's lips. Uh, <laughs> he didn't even have a press pass, and you got that out of him. On uh, 220, we say that we assume the studio sessions for Dark Lotus mean, album. The, the February of 2000. What'd I say? 220. <laughs> <laughs> 2000, not 2020. Uh, the studio sessions for Dark uh, Dark Lotus's Tales from Lotus Pod. So those you know previous tracks were just Lotus you know, early recordings. This is the first... Recordings for Tales from Low Spot, and then maybe it was put on hold when they went on tour for Bizarre Bizarre. We assume maybe Crystal Ball was in that batch of songs that yeah. were recorded. Now, we didn't get this deep into it, and I know we talked about it before. People like to throw every group track yeah. as a Lotus song, so we haven't like gone through and been like, well, that one was a group track, but it's not Lotus. Like mm-hmm. It's weird that people just throw Crystal Ball and Blank and stuff, but... I mean, it's been gathered, and, you know, maybe the content and just how it sounds. Like, I'm not hating on it. I'm just, you know, it's yeah. just another one of those group tracks that kind of... Crystal Ball kind of has those vibes, but maybe not, like, Tales from the Lotus vibes. You know what I'm now, talking about? Okay. That's funny that you mentioned that, because you don't have it here, but we're going to talk about it after, which is hilarious that we're going <laughs> to fix the timeline again. <laughs> that's um, what it's here for. It's ever-evolving. Um you're right. Maybe they did songs that just didn't fit what they were going to do. Mm-hmm. Because if you were to plug Crystal Ball into Tales of Lotus Pod, where would you put it? 
like by crows. I feel like yeah, you're gonna you're gonna. It's like it's such a good Closer. song and uh, yeah. CD ender, and then you're gonna put Juggalo Family after that. Yeah, like that's. I don't know. Maybe that's why they didn't do it. So yeah, maybe it was originally the closer, and they scrapped it when they got Juggalo Family recorded, or they started going to the gimmick of the hieroglyphics and the <laughs> other bullshit. We'll so get yeah. to that. We got a confirmation kind of where that came from. Oh, there, you know? Okay. Well, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> March of 2000, ICP.com announced that Tales from the Lotus Pod with ICP Twisted Blaze and a feature from Crazy Bone is coming out. <laughs> I think I have the note right here. Um, says Dark Lotus News. The Dark Lotus album entitled Tales from the Lotus Pod is currently under construction. It's actually going to happen. I like what they call it out. <laughs> it's no. Twisted ICP and Psychopathic Records newcomer Blaze. Together they form the supergroup known as Dark Lotus. They even have some special guests on the record. So far they did a song with, oh this is later in the timeline I think, with a, with a band Godsmack. And they also did a cut with their homie Crazy Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony. This album is coming together fast and furiously. You won't believe it when you hear it. It's going to change your life forever. Yeah, so you don't have that in the timeline, so that's got to be around the same time. Yeah, they talk about Crazy Bone and Godsmack being part of Dark Lotus. And they say that Godsmack has already recorded the song with them. <laughs> Where is this fucking song? <laughs> There's no way it? they actually did it, right? Uh, they, they just say it. They said they did it, so who are you to doubt them? <laughs> who are you to doubt, El Dandy? <laughs> uh, um, moving along. Moving along. April of 2000, so a month later, I Don't Care is recorded as a Dark Lotus track and released as a Pendulum single, and then later on Cryptic Collection 2. That's according from their notes that they of when said that was, was for Lotus or right. a Lotus track, I guess is what you'd call it. I don't care. Yeah, I get that confused with something else, but you're dun, right. Dun, dun, the, dun, I don't care. But then now the next one is in uh, October of 2000. ICP Twisted and Blaze and ABK record Drunken Ninja Master, and that's a Dark Lotus track. Yeah, that's on a cryptic CD, right? It's on the second crypt, yeah, so it's hard to find because it's not on streaming. You know, or not hard to find, but, you know, it's not easily accessible as some of the right. other ones. So you have two two songs. I don't, yeah, you know, you have two Lotus tracks unearthed on Cryptic 2. And at, and at this point, we'd have to talk to uh, AVK or someone, but, like, was he a member or was he, like, a feature? Because talk about being, like, Really getting around to the deal. You're in like the very early Lotus. Yeah. You recorded this track, and then you're like, nah, you're gone. And then you come back to like, hey, by the way, you come back and just squeeze yourself in. Yeah, it's like uh, <laughs> you dump your significant other to go out with someone else, and then you're like, ah, oh, that didn't work out. You want to get back together? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And then that one um, was a Shaggy Tudo beat. Oh um, yeah, Drunken yeah. Drunken Ninja. That's what, that's what the I believe the Crypto Collection Two book notes. Uh, t- uh, that was 1020. So this is, I could not find a specific date, but somewhere in the mid-2000s, Isham was speculated as a member. I don't know if I have any notes about that. I don't believe I do, but somewhere along the lines in the 2000s, Isham's name has been brought up as being a member of the Lotus. Obviously, nothing ever happened. I imagine that's still all tied to the Pendulum, or not the Pendulum, the Necronomicon. <laughs> Shit oh, yeah, supposed for to be sure. Doing. Yeah, you, that was all tied in and then never... I don't know if they ever talked about him actually being on a song, but yeah, it was speculated that he was a member, right? Yeah. And then 1031-2000, Maniac Killer released on Freak Show. Uh, that's where we speculate because Vampiro was called a member. <laughs> he does the intro. It's a Fritz beat, so 
that matches those Fritz, those three Fritz tracks that were right. brought to Lotus. So I don't know if that's you know part of that session. Uh, before we get out of 2000, yeah. Although I know you have one more, but we have a <laughs> we have two lists on here that we didn't mix up, <laughs> we didn't put together. Um, while we're talking about ABK and Lotus, I want to throw out there that there is a song called Flute. Oh yeah. That was done by ABK and Shaggy, and it has never seen the light of day that I'm aware of in mm-hmm. any form or fashion, but I was under the assumption it was a Lotus track, or maybe it was just them two for something, but this was in the same timeline, I would say, in the late 2000, maybe early 2000. I had to be the exact same like session that Drunken Jamaster would done with so. Shaggy and ABK. Um, so that's out there, but that's really no one. I don't want to say no one knows about it, but it was a very low key kind of thing. That that's I the one we know. Someone who's heard it, right? Yes. Um, I don't want to speculate on who <laughs> heard it or how they heard it because I don't remember the true story. So I don't want to. But we have confirmation from yeah, an individual. I don't want to throw anyone under the bus <laughs> on that one. Um, but while we're talking about that, so Drunken Ninja Master, you know, was one of the first yes. recordings. So was Layaway. Never before heard Dark Lotus. Which I just, yeah, listen to that. Uh, recently we mentioned it. Yeah, so that's on For the Fam 2 by Twisted, which came out uh, Juggalo Day of 14 or 16. I don't know. I got my years confused. Right when they left, yeah. Yeah, right. Which I thought was there still on the label. It I'm was like, right on the <laughs> Yeah, border. right when they took off. Um, I'll say it. I don't care. Because I, I don't think anyone cares. That got distributed at Juggalo Day as what I would think is a fuck you. That one definitely feels like that, yeah. Like, oh, we're not here anymore, but we still love all the fans. Like, yeah. here's a CD. I'm not hating on that. They gave away a free CD. Right. There's nothing like... But it is funny that they did it. like At that event. <laughs> yeah. So, again, not hating, but that's just the truth. Just the history. That's what we're here yes. for. We're just documenting. We're not saying it's right or wrong. We're just here to tell you about... There's... And... <laughs> I'm going to use word. Uh, I can't use that word. I was going to use that. Uh, much like people who do things and they think they're in the right, there was just a sticker on it that's like, Happy Juggalo Day. We love you mm-hmm. from Twisted. Like, yeah, how can you hate on that? They, li- <laughs> they literally said, Happy Holiday. Here's a yeah. free CD. I mean, anyone who would come back and say, Fuck you, you're petty, you're being an asshole, you'd be like, What? I. How, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, you could say that's. It feels like that's what it is, but yeah, when you have to defend it, you're like, no, I just I love the fans. Here it is. Like, yeah. obviously, yeah, you're you're getting a little dig in there too, but but yeah. your defense is super clean. Yeah, and then that's still technically their crowd as well. Like, I, they don't have full claim to it. Obviously, they were brought into the culture, but they helped build it to where it became. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Layaway, interesting track. I don't hate it, but talk about something that doesn't fit. No, I mean, it kind of... 
I don't know. It kind of had a bit more an upbeat because those first couple Lotus ones are so like mellow and whatever. So I guess yeah, yeah, they had to have an upbeat track in that era. Talk but, about like we're saying, you know, some songs suck or mm-hmm. whatever on the CD. You couldn't throw in Drunken Ninja Master and Layaway and Crystal Ball. You couldn't just plug in three good tracks on there because it would be way more disjointed than it is now. Like, yeah, I mean, but those would have been replaced. Like Alibaba wouldn't have been there. Like all those ones that came after, maybe. Yeah, yeah, those would never have been there if that was recorded and done in that 2000 era. And that Layaway is such a uh, like raw track that like obviously would have just sounded way different when it was final. Like yeah. it was so. You can tell that's an early beat. And also, like, it almost, I don't want to say it doesn't sound done, but the verses are so short that I'm like, is this yeah. full? It, sound, it sounds like a rough draft that they had, had in the can that they Still kept. pretty cool, though. Yeah, cool to hear, definitely. I wish they'd, but that's something that Psychopathic or Magic Ninja hasn't done on their, like, box set releases. They kind of did a little bit, but, like, I would be totally interested in hearing, like, studio sessions of, like, you get those Bob Dylan bootleg sets where it's like take one, take seven, take fifteen. Yeah. I'm like, I'd love to hear some like different hear how things. different it is, or just scrap tracks and things like that. Okay, sorry, I just wanted to connect. No, those that's two, good because those are part of this. We need to update the for the graphic. Yeah, I think that's how 2000 like ties in. Although we're also saying that somewhere in there, and to end the year 2000, Blaze is off of Psychopathic. Yes, there's a... I um, vaguely remember this, but, like, it's so dumb. It's only, like, a couple months. Like, how is he on and off, you know? I have it here in my notes. You say ABK gets the wrong, the raw deal. <laughs> Fucking Blaze is just off the label, on the label, off the label. No, I don't see it, but there was a, uh, there was a post by Jay uh, in late 2000 saying that Blaze was off the label. He's saying it was uh, money-related issues. And uh, we maybe have heard speculation that Blaze maybe wasn't even fully on a deal early in Psychopathic. Yeah, uh, there's a shitty shoot interview out there, if you will, of someone who has sour grapes. But uh, it's interesting, but it brings up the fact that is anyone in Psychopathic or Magic Ninja history really part of the label, or are they being used as a uh, what do you call it like a distribution right well on one of those two interviews Blaze mentions that he's recording with them he's always he's in the studio twisted for everything he's just hanging out with them you know whenever he can Mm -hmm. drop stuff and just like learning from them but he says at some point they like tell him to quit his job and work full time for Psychopathic so I'm curious if he's like recording when he's just hanging out with Twisted maybe the EP EP I don't know if it lined up but the EP was out by then I mean, if this was late 2000, the EP would have been out in July. Yeah, so my guess is maybe he recorded the EP, wasn't on the label, like working a regular job and like not, you know, getting a cut of it is like, I'm leaving. And then when they bring him back, it's when they're like, all right, you quit your job and we'll. You're like, you're, he said he was working the warehouse, working stagehand and all that. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know where that falls in the timeline, but uh, he left the label for a, a minute there and yeah. then comes right back. Probably just had to go put in his two weeks. And <laughs> That's what it was, the two week notice. All right, so then we're into 2001 in your timeline here. Yeah, and uh, Mars is on the Bizarre Bizarre Tour. This is the second leg. Jay befriends him, and Mars becomes a member. And I guess this would be a time to pull up the uh, email we had from oh, sure. James Tyndale, just because he has a little note here. Um, Do you know uh, Jim's claim to fame? I know that name. I've seen it in... 
She was on uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Oh, yeah, yeah. You did mention this to me. <laughs> yeah, we need to find a video clip of that. Put so. that in for him. <laughs> um, he is a big Mars fan, or at least was, correct? Yeah, he's the one who gave us this huge rundown early on of all the stuff regarding Mars. So he mentions that Mars was into all kinds of religious, spiritual stuff. Um, we mentioned that throughout, that all the occult and stuff came yeah. from him. Um, on the first leg of the tour, he hit it off, which I, don't th- I think that must have been the second leg, because I don't think he was on the first. I think he was only on the second. Nonetheless, hits it off a violent Jew, saw him reading occult books during their downtime. Jay saw that and all of his Arabic tattoos, and it clicked for him to talk him into doing music together. <laughs> so originally, Jay wanted, of course, the, you know, his rock band on the label. So I think that's, <laughs> he's saying that's why Mars was first brought in. Cause they wanted, can you imagine Mars being in uh, Zug Island? No. Oh, <laughs> so Jesus. I think he was bringing him in originally for that. And, uh, it says, uh, Jay backtrapped the idea of the band. I want Mars to fit more in with the psychopathic lineup. And they, they eventually dropped the, the band on the third leg of the tour. So I guess Mars and the band was on the first. Yeah. Okay. I do remember. Yeah. That. And I did see Mars on the third leg, just solo. Um, so weird. He started painting their faces, ripped off from the movie Killers. Then he re-released his LFMS album with new photos the, of him yeah, painting. Yeah, it's like low foom. Yeah, low foom. Yeah, so so it makes sense. Then season with the occult books, and then we get Alibaba. We get Call Upon Your Gods. We get all that stuff. Yeah, right in that. Yeah, that time frame. So that's when the second batch of songs started getting recorded. These with. Uh, Mike P, as they leave tour, Mike P was set up to the Bodus Pod. Oh, 319, 2001. So here we go, Blaze back on the label. So Was, that all, was that all from Jimmy's email? No, oh. that was, those are a couple points bits from, from Jim's, yeah, regarding Mars. There's some more in there. We get that, and we just kind of discuss Mars in general. I was thinking, did you want to... Eh, we'll leave that till the end of this. What's that? Right. Nope, nope, keep no. going, I'm sorry. Yeah, 319, 2001, so I have a specific date, so I must have had the post somewhere. <laughs> I haven't cleaned it. Here's the problem, guys. I haven't cleaned up my notes from the Wayback Machine, so they're all black and red text and all caps, and so I need to go through and make a clean list for each album and all that, but nonetheless, uh, on 319, it was announced on ISP.com that Blaze is back in level. On 4, 2001, ISP.com announces Mars is in the studio, with them, which is crazy because that's two months before the album drops. No, three months. Yeah. So they're really down to the wire there on that. Unless they mean that he was in the studio. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we just finished a session. Yeah. Or they just banged out like... I mean, they only had a handful with him, I I would say. But still, yeah, you would think that's... Yeah. This also goes down to it being down to the wire. 4-20-2001, they have a post calling for juggler websites on the group.com which we posted the screen capture of that on Instagram. Yeah. 629. Uh, oh. I got anything for that or Um yeah, I actually I do. Um I we didn't talk about this at all, mm. me and you. So, Chris has been on vacation for a week, so we haven't talked any juggalo nonsense. Um while we're talking .com, I spoke to Hardcore Mike. Oh yeah. From Real Juggalos. Yeah. He left psychopathic and all of that right before seeds of the lotus Mm -hmm. so maybe that doesn't tie in right here that's a little i'm just while we're talking about websites and and that was from that episode um so he left before then he couldn't really give us like details but the shit that he was saying pretty much confirmed what we were saying Mm -hmm. that like we joked that uh 
oh, you know, we're bringing them in, and uh, we made a video. Should we put it out? And he's like, yeah, no shit. All those kids were probably so starstruck <laughs> that anything that they said, yeah, fuck, dude. Yeah, that's a great like, idea. They, awesome. just, they just fed him pizzas, and they just said, yeah. <laughs> so he couldn't confirm because he wasn't there, but uh, we're still working on people who may or may not have been there at the time. They right. A funny story. So that could be in the future, but just wanted to toss it out there that Mike's a cool guy, and we... Uh, I was talking to him this week, so nice details. Yeah, it was real fun. <laughs> we may get him on a future podcast. He's not super into it now. He still follows the Juggalo world, and mm-hmm. he has like interesting. I'm just gonna look at the text while I'm here. I'm sorry. I'm gonna grab a beer then. I love that he said, I'd imagine they brought everyone in, gave them a tour, probably gave them merchandise, told them the plan, had some food delivered, and that was that. <laughs> like, we're thinking it's a huge fucking meeting. Uh, we were talking about if you still listen or not, and this kind of ties right into, I think, the what our whole podcast is about. Right. Um, and I hope he doesn't mind me like saying all this. If you were truly a juggalo, it's always there no matter where you ended up in your journey. It wasn't just about the music. No, yeah, that's good. That's pretty, uh, you know, it's not super, like, jugged out, as we would say. Right. But, like, it's, that gives an outsider, if there's any outsiders still <laughs> listening to us, a perspective that, like, it's not just about the music. It is a little bit about, you know who you relate to and just how it touches you at a certain time and the nostalgia yeah, part and all that. So. And then, yeah, this this podcast has that, but this season heavily sure. had that for sure. It's just funny that he like came up with that as a non-fan right now that he still has yeah. that part of him in it. So. Does he listen? Uh, he said he was going to try, but he's probably not. Well, fuck him then. <laughs> fuck you, hardcore Hey, Mike. when you get to this episode, rate, review, subscribe, <laughs> tell a friend, post on social media. <laughs> Yeah, if you want to make your giant comeback to the juggalo world, <laughs> come find us. You know where to find us. All right, I'm sorry. Rolling along just, here. Yeah. That was in uh, 420, Juggalo Holiday of Smoking Weed. They announced, <laughs> asked for the Juggalos' websites and bowling leagues and coffee shops that don't exist. On 629, 2001, the Black Magic single was released. Very spooky, very ominous. Maybe this go. Maybe this is a good time to bring up our very our our good friend Mushy Mustard's email. Should we do that? Mustard man, I love the mustard because you know, black magic, very spooky, black very magic in your soul. So, <laughs> out of the blue, we get an email from Mushy Mustard giving us a dark lotus warning. And he says, Violent J wasn't lying when he said the crow landed on his bedroom recording. One day I played the Dark Lotus song untitled backwards, and a massive <laughs> Venom Black Crow flew into my eye and squawked in tongues. Another time I was listening to the Dark Lotus song untitled, but with the left and right audio channel switched. And all the street lights in the street I was walking down started flashing in Morris code, and it spelled out Dark Lotus backwards. Don't mess with witchcraft. You know what, though? He said that, and then literally, literally, a month later, my streetlights were flashing like crazy. <laughs> Mushy that, Mustard just sending the curse onto the streets of Livonia. Do you think that they were uh, saying something in Morse code and we just missed it? Maybe, yeah. We have the little recording. Maybe it's... What if it is saying Dark Lotus backwards and... I got goosebumps thinking about it. So. <laughs> I think that he lives way closer to us than, than we think. Oh, God, you're scaring me now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just mean Mr. Mustard. I don't you're, mean like... Yeah, I, I know who you mean. <laughs> now I didn't... I wish I had a webcam facing or what are those called ring cameras but I had it facing the street maybe Mushy was 
playing with the wires and the lights. <laughs> he was just saying outside your window, just click, click, click. He, play, he planned this whole thing. He said that they <laughs> fuck with the street lights. God damn it, mustard! I knew I liked the uh, the shadow lander better than you. <laughs> so that was in uh, June, late June, just weeks, mere weeks before the gathering, and mere weeks before Tales from the Lotus Pod one, red. Mars edition drops, and this is the one and only performance by Mars in the group. So that's true. History right there. Seven thirteen of twenty one, and then seven twenty three twenty one. I mean, ten days later, Mars is out of Farclovitz. So while you're there, I pulled up this story. I think it was from either a Chicago. I think it was Chicago um, newspaper because he was doing an in store here were there and they were talking about how he was part of dark lotus there's nothing like an insane clown scorned to <laughs> chicago industrial rapper mars who was tossed off the icp's dark lotus project because the icp's fans were taking a bit too much of a liking to him <laughs> the juggalos uh, rabid fans of the wrestling mask attired icp started digging us mars tells us so the posse went on their website and basically said to all the Juggalos, stop liking Mars. That's the, his story. That's what he's stuck into. Mars, whose real name, blah, 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 tells us the feud has gotten so bad, ICP has pulled 80,000 copies of Tales from the Lotus Pod from stores, despite the fact the disc debuted atop Billboard Magazine's August chart of top-selling indie records. The very dirty disc... The fuck? The very dirty disc. It was. Uh... <laughs> will be re-recorded without his contributions. Any part of it that's real was my contribution, <laughs> says the 29-year-old Mars, who will sign copies of his own record at 6 p.m. at Rolling Stone Records. <laughs> so I think this was right then at the time. So, uh, yeah, it's funny that he how he called that out. Yeah. Uh, my, my question is, was it pulled... Because they wanted to, there's no way it was pulled because they wanted to replace him. It was pulled maybe because of the lawsuit from Son of a Midnight Syndicate. Well, right? that didn't happen until way. Oh, that way was way later. later? Yeah. Okay, so maybe he's right. The very dirty desk. <laughs> I like that he just basically calls him spiteful. <laughs> so yeah, that was. Uh, it's funny though because when it's announced he's not on Lotus anymore, it's more of like he's we're still cool. Oh, this is perfect. <laughs> he says he's still cool with them. Jay says it's about Mars. We're still cool with them. Is this on the 13th or the 23rd? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that's probably Jay just saving face with the Juggalos by saying that and basically not wanting to pay Mars for the albums, my guess. Yeah, which is also weird. We've talked about money, too. Like, did did he get paid up front or did he get paid by the album sale? Like, who knows? Not at all. Yeah, that's also... No, I, I, I remember reading in another Mars interview... Oh, he did say Mars was excited about the Hatch Rising tour because it meant some good money because he apparently got played jack shit for the album. <laughs> While you're looking at that, maybe I'll uh, pull up a voicemail. Yeah, good call. Who do you want to <laughs> hear from? Uh, let's hear from Schizo the Rider. So he is, uh, his name is Schizo the Rider. He sent us a voicemail. I think this is it. Hey, uh, what up? I am Schizo the, the, the Rider. Some shit like that, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, I don't know, I just saw this thing and like, the fuck? They put a fucking voice on thing? So I'm just gonna make some, some retarded noises, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know, I think Violent J's on crack. 
That's uh, Schizo the Rider. Who, I want more fucking voicemails from Schizo. That's some good shit. Yeah, we follow him and he follows us on Instagram. So, yeah. Thank you for dropping us a voicemail. He had a lot to say, but he didn't really want to finish anything. He just kind of you know, bounced around. I appreciate yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's how we do things, too. So yeah. It's all good. Anyways, back to my uh, story I tried digging up. I couldn't find it, but I thought I remember reading Mars not wanting to leave his label. This is funny because there's like, you know, each side has multiple <laughs> stories. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mars didn't want to leave his one, label. One is the truth yeah. and one is what Psychopathic puts out. <laughs> Mars didn't want to leave his, didn't want to leave his label. No, no sell from the uh, company. Fucking mail. Um, he would do it or whatever. Uh, as our good friend James emailed us, this seems about right. Jamie made a lot of promises to Mars that didn't hold water. <laughs> Projects like Brody Brothers and so on. He performed at the gathering set. It didn't go over well, which made Jay panic and walk back. The idea of signing him. How did it not go over well? Like I, I rewatched it on YouTube. He seems like just as much you know involved yeah, as everyone else there. Wasn't it, to say it didn't. And the crowd go, maybe the crowd booed him. I mean, you can't really hear the crowd. Do you remember like no when that came out? We all were like fuck this guy. He's not on the label. Yeah, but weren't you just so enamored by that CD that you wanted to see it live? Yeah, I don't know. I can't imagine. I think that's. I don't know. I'm not blaming anyone for that that could be how mars felt or that could be jay's excuse for why like oh yeah they weren't feeling you yeah what the fuck (laughs) says who yeah like so i i don't know who's feeling that but that's just that's odd from whatever side that's an odd take yeah uh he goes on to say that people talk jay into the idea that mars didn't fit on label and even didn't fit on the dark lotus album so after a few months of bs they cut mars loose also, they had a different philosophy behind recording music. <clears throat> Mars considered himself a perfectionist, polished musician, engineer that worked with big artists like Ministry and Peter Gabriel. My Psychopathic was more like a group of tight-knit friends that just kind of put music out without much thought. Uh, that's all stuff that we've said. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, we are recording with Peter Gabriel in Ministry. That's got to be a lot different than a bunch of guys who just got their own studio in their backyard. They're 20-something years old and just yeah, fucking around. Hiring your each other <laughs> Jesus you can't say that <laughs> we can't just tell stories that were told to us in confidence <laughs> I wanted to say it in passing but I made myself laugh at it. <laughs> I, I sold it too so you, that's fine uh, anyways you're you're correct that's nothing I assume that Jim will allow us to say all this what he told us but like word for word but yeah, that's all stuff that we kind of speculated. It's just interesting to hear that it's been... Yeah, confirmation from, yeah, for from sure. the man himself. Anything else funny out of that email while we're here? No, oh yeah, we had to finish our timeline. We only have two more drops here. Yeah. 2020, 2020, 2002, <laughs> uh, ABK signed to Psychopathic. Finally, <laughs> fucking two years later, was in Lotus, maybe not. But now he's officially signed, and then on 7-19-2002, the definitive gold version was released at the Gathering of Juggalos, and all was right in the Juggalo world. <laughs> yes, all was right in the Juggalos. <laughs> Jesus, I didn't catch that. You wouldn't even listen to me. <laughs> um, 
while we're here, do we just want to keep talking about Mars since we kind of went off on yeah, a tangent? Yeah, since uh, you know, we're still on there. Um, did you know that he's dropping a, or by the time this drops, there will be a new Mars single? No. Called Amazing Grace. Oh, no. Now he's going by Bobby Mars. This, this is going to be bad, like evangelical christian song isn't it i don't think so because he has a whole thing that just came out on facebook the other day about how he's never fit in back when he played guitar in ministry he loved heavy music but he would always play hip-hop which i can't whatever he can never fit in a box da 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 so now yeah this new single like I, i don't think he's going religious like he said somewhere where it's like the opposite i guess it goes full circle occult to religion to now he's just a dude again maybe i don't, I don't he's really got a cool that. voice i check it out well maybe no. he's just singing amazing grace i mean that's also a possibility you never know It's the first single and the first long line of songs will be released in the coming weeks, months, and years. <laughs> Just um, like a psychopathic former artist gives big promises for years of music. <laughs> pretty much. Um, you learn from the best. <laughs> Uh, I just went real quick here. Um, this song is my official departure from religious content in my music, mm. which is funny. That's it's called, called Amazing, Amazing Grace. Grace and yeah. That's the cover of that's it. That's interesting. So We'll yeah. check it out. He is an interesting fucking follow on, yeah. on Facebook. If you want to hear the difference between who murdered more people, Jesus, Hitler, or Yahweh, <laughs> then you will follow Mars. But fucking A, I, I don't understand what he's talking about. <laughs> Thank God we weren't recording last week or Chris's political nonsense would be going all through this episode. Nah. We'll save that for next season. Nothing big happened in the world of politics and news. <laughs> you took a good week of going on vacation. <laughs> you should have stayed off of all social media and all news. Um, so yeah, if you just want to, since we're talking about Mr. Bobby Mars and his new single, might as well talk about his songs, right? Yes. So... ICP and Mars had a track together called Fuck Dem. <laughs> Dem. Fuck Dem. Fuck Dem. So stupid. And that was on the Psychopathic Sampler 2001, right? I believe so. Um, I yeah. believe that was the track. That was Jay and him, right? Together? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I thought Shaggy was on there. No, I thought it was just him and Jay. Yeah, maybe. But, like, what was that supposed to be on? You know? Fuck that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, is that. No, that's clearly a sampler song. Like, that was recorded just for a giveaway. That's funny. They had no other. Uh, 
nothing else planned. I don't like, think so. Forgotten oh. Freshness. If he didn't get kicked off the label, it would have been a Forgotten Freshness joint, I bet. So that's really the only thing other than, obviously, Lotus, if they did together. Mm-hmm. Do we have a timeline on when he comes out with that song, The Real Sixth? Then he's to be out of the timeline, probably. Yeah, so Mars comes out with a diss song called The Real Sixth, which he proclaims himself to be the real sixth Joker's card. <laughs> real cool, kind of. Like, that's just everyone's, like, go-to, right? Like, I feel <laughs> Isham pulled that card. Like, everyone's like, well, I'm the fucking new Joker's card. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> so weird. Like, but he's, like, being the real sixth because that was, like, the end-all be-all. Like, everyone's waiting for it, so he's like, fuck that. I'm the sixth. I'm distracted. Um, and then they don't really say anything about him, but then fucking 15, 20 years later, they throw a uh, Mars disc in that song, the six foot, seven foot. Is it a Mars disc? What are the... He says something about you're out there like Mars. That's a different song. Okay. I think. What's the line? He says... I lost my mind. I'm somewhere out there missing. Seen an elephant and a chipmunk fucking and tongue kissing. <laughs> Is that statutory? Did you thug thizzle? I ain't dissing. Used to have rock guitars, but now they have Bobby Mars missing. I lost my mind. It's somewhere out there missing. Seen an elephant and a chipmunk fucking and tongue kissing. Is that statutory? Do you thug thizzle? I ain't dissing. Used to have rock guitars, but now they Bobby Mars missing. Fade into obscurity. Got one chance. Don't blow this. Didn't make it. Fell underneath. No hard to show us. Some hate us because it's ICB. They hear and know this. And downgrade their record companies like retards. Yeah, so I guess that's a dish. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, there's Gone. also there's <laughs> more pettiness in the end of that that song sucks like I'll say it no one wants to hear it that song is terrible is it a song is that just a that was, a, was that Anayang no it was just, just a, a video freestyle yeah, yeah. It was, they made a fucking video yeah it's just them singing it's not uh the 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 verses are way lower than the beat so it's like impossible that's hear, all yeah. you hear is a da da da, da and they yeah. are just Talk about being petty as fuck. That's like <laughs> I the, see the, the one that's petty at the end here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot of pettiness in that song. So, <sighs> all right. <laughs> Took him 15 years to come up with that to diss Mars. So, so yeah, God, do we have enough Mars talk here? Are we, uh, have anything else <laughs> with them, or are we good? We didn't get deep into, uh, the real six, but that is a legit diss song. Like fucking, <laughs> he shreds them on that one. Yeah, I'm not super familiar with it. Did it? Was it just like an internet single? I don't even. Yeah, I think he just dropped it online. Yeah, out the blue. But smarter than by that time, I guess just to ignore it because I don't see them making a diss song like topping. Like, they're not. They're not very well when it comes to dissing. I don't feel like it's not. It's not like they're Ice Cube dropping no Vaseline. Yeah, like, I know they did the. They did a bunch they, of Eminem. Did the ones. M diss over that, but you know, it's okay for what it is. I know. I think Chris or Kevin, who is it that's like that? I think Kevin liked it. He'll probably get mad at me. What that liked what? Their uh, version of No Vaseline. Oh, yeah. But I'm just saying. I think Mars shredded them pretty well on it, and they ignored it, and they just kind of faded away that whole thing. And yeah. Well, so they were the bigger men. <laughs> See, is look what, at you, company saying. man. Is what you're saying. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I just think that they they didn't have anything to gain from it. Just like Eminem had any, nothing to gain from it by um, coming back at their diss songs. You know, he dissed them in the tracks early on, but he never made like a specific ICP diss. Like, all right, I don't know. Anyways, all right, so we're uh, we're done with with Mars here. Yeah. All right, so we've talked all we can about Mars, unless you want to keep talking about him. <laughs> um, let's jump over to merch. You want to do merch real oh, quick? Oh, yeah. Um, not a ton for Dark Lotus. This is right before things get fucking out of hand with merch, so... It's right yeah. on, the, on the cusp of <laughs> nonsense. Um, shirts, just the basic uh, Dark Lotus logo, which was like the... I don't even know how to explain it. It just said Dark Lotus, and I like the T was a weird fucking... Yeah. Not the big cross. It was like the weird fat little yeah. cross. So they had that in black and burgundy. Uh, it was only sold at The Gathering, 2001. Mm-hmm. I never had that one. No. But now they also had the Dark Lotus cross logo, which is like the whole... That one's sweet. The bigger cross. Yeah. Um, also in black and burgundy colors. They had a different burgundy version... But they sold it later in stores in the web store. Then they reprinted it a couple years later. I'd like to get one of those. I'd like to get a burgundy one. I had one of those and they were real sweet. Yeah. I don't know why I don't have that anymore, but yeah, that's a cool one. Add that to the list of things. We want to hunting down now purchase. Yeah, we shouldn't be buying old Juggalo merch, but here we are. And then they also had a group shirt, which is kind of shitty. It was just like their like I don't even say outline. It was just like a cartoonish picture of them. It mm-hmm. was real bad. They had it on the Hatchet Rising tour and the Web store, and then they had like a mall version of the Hot Topic. It's yeah, not. I was it the? It's like the image we use on the posts, right? Kinda, but not that clear. Yeah, it was like the real shitty one. It was just like the, like the whited out version right. of them. Um, and that's really all for shirts in that era. There's and, not much even like photos of photo shoots from like that era, at least you know even available to find. So yeah, they. I wouldn't say they weren't thinking that far ahead, but yeah, there wasn't that much. Well, based on the recording of the album coming out of the wire, they probably didn't have much time to get much merch pulled together. Yeah, they're just like, uh, that's the logo, let's fucking toss it <laughs> But that's, that's the best merch, is just the logo. It is. The cross is sweet. Um, jerseys were also a big thing at the time. They had the burgundy football. I had that boy. <laughs> I took senior photos in it, and I wish I still had that jersey. It's so good. Uh, that was sold everywhere. Web stores, tours, comic cons. And they had a baseball version, too, which was just on the web store. Kind of sweet. I don't remember the baseball Same, one. It, it, just, just, it said Dark Lotus across it, and the T was the okay, cross. Okay, yeah, yeah, I do remember that now. They had one of those uh, fucking hybrid jerseys. It's like <laughs> a silver BMX boy. It's so weird. I hated all of those. Still don't like them. Yeah. No, they're bad. That was like a the Hatchet Rising tour. Yeah. They had a prototype black jersey, a uh, hockey jersey, I'm sorry, that was auctioned off at the 2002 gathering. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much it was for, but uh, it's always cool when they had the prototype stuff in that yeah. era. I'm surprised they never came out with a hockey jersey. I guess by the time no. O2 rolls around, they're dropping more merch. I, I think they did have, but no, I'm just speaking to like this era. Yeah, the, of the very beginning. And then also we would be remiss without talking about the black football crew jerseys, which they wore. Those are sweet, yeah. Yeah, uh, at the in stores, and then they started wearing them on the Hatchet Rising tour. Um, they all had their names on the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, the n- number was always that there were six of each, 
and sometimes they would throw them out to the crowd. Like there were, there are not many of those out there, but they're super nice. Like the the not the font, but the stitch is all like yeah. silver and um, shiny, glittery, if you will. Yeah. Um, silver stitching is a nice touch. Yeah. Uh, there's a blank back one. So yeah, those are. I don't know anymore, but definitely one of the more highly sought after. You know, the first boom of like crew jerseys. chasing down the crews. They were real sweet. And then were the masks on Hatcher Rising? That's not technically more. I know they started selling them in like ringside collectibles. Yeah, no. But that's the, like later. Yeah, no. The terrible ones they sold, but they did. They were throwing out their masks into the crowd. Yeah, at that that's time what I remember. Too. And there was also a white crew jersey um, at the gathering in 2003. But now we're kind of uh, getting further into the Lotus lore. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, not much merch. Uh, charms. Just a quick story. They had a couple prototype charms, and I'm not even going to get into this. I thought I would if we had time, but I had one at one point oh, that, really? I, <laughs> that I happened across for a pretty good price, and just the story behind it was fucking insane. I uh, ended up buying it from a crew member, I believe, but I don't think the person connected would never listen to this, but I think Rhino would think it was funny. Person's girlfriend was the one who was dealing with me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I literally didn't think she spoke English because of how poor her, like, e- I couldn't figure out her emails. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, Does she now run a local <laughs> wrestling promotion? Jesus, what? <laughs> uh, no. Um <laughs> you guys that out. Does she, why does she have bad uh, email uh, skills too? You've seen the post from. But yeah, I just like I couldn't believe I actually got it for the price that I did. So, um, was it just the cross? Yeah, there yeah. was like two or three different kinds, and they were like at the time. I think even now, everyone's like, "Oh, it's a cross. It's a lotus cross." It's like no, the lotus cross is like very specific. Mm-hmm. This was like. The fucking Lotus Cross. Yeah, to a T. With the yeah, it was real details sweet. Details on it. But yeah, I think I sold. I may have sold that to Michelle. Oh really? Yeah, I don't know if she still has it. I probably not, but I can't remember shit like that. All you top end Juggalo collectors all kind of <sighs> passed between each other. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know what else. What else do you want to talk uh, a little, about? A little small one here. Tour history. Oh yeah. We have the Gathering O One with Mars. Only time live with Mars. Hatcher Rising. All they did was ignore Mars' verses, which you think they should have just done that with the reissue. <laughs> you know, that would have been a lot easier for him. Yeah. Been a lot quicker. Uh, but anyway, you signed EBK. He maybe was the original member. And then in the Gathering 02, they performed live with ABK. Uh, we did get some photos from, uh, I cannot remember, but I will I will credit him when I post them. So keep an eye out. We got some folks I could not find. I, I didn't have any. There was no footage on YouTube of that show. Uh, but they wore yeah. camo attire in O2, oh, and I'm like, yeah, I yeah. don't remember anything about this performance. But um, John J yeah. Rock, yeah, was the one that sent that to you. So, uh, yeah, that's it. The the Tales um, era. We're gonna have to talk about this in the future, but I think he, that being John, aka J Rock, just started putting up like crazy old videos on YouTube. Okay, maybe he's always been doing them. But I just happen to keep seeing them, and I'm like, God, these are crazy, and they're all tagged to him, so I'm sure. Yeah, I think he was messaging that he had a bunch of old footage and has some gathering yeah. two stuff. So, 
Well, um, if something piques our interest or does stuff, not our interest, but like ties into ties what, we into what about, we're talking yeah. about, we'll definitely like put him on social media and you'll, you'll see. Yeah. But for Tales era, that is it live wise. I mean, obviously they play a lot of these songs throughout history, but for this album in particular, that's all you have. Speaking There's no tour after though to gathering. Yeah. No. They just kind of, there, it goes full blown wraith. At that yeah, point, and then not until Black Rain did they do the tour. Yeah, and that tour actually got canceled. I found that in the notes, but we're sitting in a Black Rain episode, so you have to wait till that season to hear about it. Jesus, it's a little teasky. And then <laughs> uh, we always talk about how on Fright Fest 2001, 2001, 2021, uh, Twisted and Blaze and ABK played a bunch of tracks, and you noted that they are only Fritz tracks. Yeah, so that's an interesting little uh, side they note. There are three tracks that Fritz did on Tales, and then. The, uh, what two, maybe three future ones that are also Fritz tracks. So, um, someone mentioned, and I don't know if it was from one of the Patreon deals or whatever, that Jay specifically said they will never do Lotus. Yeah, songs. they were talking about that in that uh, pod you were on. Yeah, uh, the What Is a Juggalo podcast. Yeah. yeah, I don't know where that came from, but he seems very dug in to the feud. We don't talk about it much here, you know. Yeah, but he seems very dug in on being. I don't see that's not it's your song it's everyone's yeah. song so what? to Swiss's credit they're just doing their songs they brought to the table the Fritz ones were clearly the ones they brought yeah. so even if they weren't fucking true yeah you're like, all in the same group like you all have claimed to it but I don't I, maybe I could it, see those totally being easily written off if those are Twisted tracks maybe it just hurts them too much it hurts hurts him deep inside that he doesn't want to... Uh, I still say, you guys don't need to be friends. It makes good business sense for you guys all to get together and go on tour like Zeppelin. <laughs> like the <laughs> Jimmy Page. You're basically like Jimmy Page and Robert Plant. You need to get together and get it done. Yeah, except they haven't. <laughs> they still don't. No, they don't, but could you imagine? Now, The Who, I've watched be on different sides of the stage. Yeah, like not, not even look at each other. At each other. <laughs> While we're talking about Twisted, I think I'm going to throw on one more voicemail that we got that goes back to last season. Ooh, good. Good callback. Nice tie-in. So, we're going here. This is from... I don't know who this is from. We'll see. I was wondering, since the proliferation in the pro wrestling business regarding the topic of how big is Batista's dick, if maybe we should switch that up so we can be faced with the new question... How big is Madrox's dick? I've noticed a severe, severe downturn, you know, downward trend of uh, references to Jamie Madrox's uh, cock and balls, and we can resume speak of the, uh, you know, cock and balls. <laughs> so uh, keep up the good work, and uh, yeah, more cock and balls. <laughs> so there's a listener who wants to hear us talking more about cock and balls. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tie back to season one of Most Tasteless. Talking yeah, so if you want to know, one of the underlying themes for Most Tasteless was how big is Jamie's dick because he made us a little confused. So go back, listen to that. I think we get to the bottom of it. On the wrap up in that, I think we decide that he's... Very, you know, above average, maybe. Solid 
Solid sized dick Jamie's got working with so. somewhere around the average size. Um, <laughs> while we're tying this down, I think there's maybe one or two more voicemails I want to play if you okay. don't mind. Just I want to try to get one from everyone because we have a couple multiples. But uh, let me get one here from the pizza man. So that is pizza number one. <laughs> Let's go here. Oh shit! Happy Jungle Day. I don't really have anything to say about Tales from the Lotus Pod. Well, all right, then. I probably aren't going to cover no spookiness on my part, but I'm so to uh, hear that you guys are covering it this season. Season one was killer. Keep doing what you do. My name's Tom. Instagram, Old Man Pizza. Yeah, thanks. I just wanted to play that because he was giving us props. So thank yeah. you, Tom. Shout Mr. out to Pizza Man. The Pizza Man. We have the Mustard Man and the Pizza Man. Um, Appreciate a nice, happy Juggalo day. Feels good. It does. <laughs> Feels good. And then uh, we'll do one more from someone who we haven't heard from. This is from Vinny. Let's see here. Hey, this is Vinny from Jersey. Listen, I just listened to the last podcast about Untitled slash Hurt Myself. I think Peter's onto something. So, Jamie Madrox saying self, uh, self-defecation, I think he actually meant to say that. Because if you go back, he said, if you fail, return to start. If you fail, return to start. Start. That rhymes with shirt. He was shitting himself. <laughs> That's all there is to it. Vinny from Jersey. Bye. Thanks, Vinny from Jersey. I I play all the ones that people say I'm saying something right. So, he makes sense too. Uh, returning to start, returning to childhood, shit in your pants. Perfect. It is self-defecation. I, I don't remember if that's what I said, but sure, <laughs> I'll take the props. Um, while we're talking about it, once again, voicemails are eight one zero six 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 fifteen seventy. We get a lot of good voicemails, uh, as you've heard. In this episode, we've heard from Vinny from Jersey. Uh, our boy Steve literally called us every He voted episode. every week for the email like, or for I, the voicemail. It was great. I can't even play all of them, but just the notes here. Um, he had one about don't lift weights while you listen to us because he almost <laughs> dropped them. Um, there was one where he was like, I'm listening to your episode while I'm taking a shit. Like, <laughs> there was one where he was... He ordered a Sting figure and Walmart. And waiting, waiting for the pickup outside. <laughs> so we hear a lot from Steve, from Vinny, uh, from Tom, the pizza man. Um, Chris from Denver got a couple in there. but Yeah, we don't need to hear that <laughs> shit. Yeah, one was Michigan Smack. We don't need to listen to that. Uh, cock and balls and all that. So we had a lot of good voicemails. Again, we appreciate everyone who dropped us a little voicemail. And uh, feel free to do it again now and in the future and if you got something good to say about lotus maybe we'll play it in season three because we you know obviously brought up jamie's dick again here for everybody so we did while we're thanking people we might as well just start tying this up because we're going well not too long but uh i want to thank all the guests that we had this season uh we only had two yeah. s- so far Ooh, spoiler. Oh. No, everyone's going to fall through and fuck us, so why bother? <laughs> uh, fuck us. <laughs> we need a bonus episode of shit behind the scenes that just didn't happen. I will take the discredit for that. A lot of it's my fault, so I, I'm not blaming other people. Um, so, yeah, we had uh, Jiggles this season, and then we also had Sam. So, not too many guests, but two very good ones. Well, we only had two, two guests for uh, Lotus. Crazy Bone and... Godsmack, so... Can, can you look real quick at uh, who won that? 
between Jiggles and Sam. Oh, the listens? More, yeah. And we also, while we're still thanking people, we want to thank all the listeners. Uh, new, old, uh, if you've given us one listen or, you know, 16, we thank you very much. Should have been 17. Should have been. Yeah. <laughs> all of our friends, uh, we mentioned all the people who drop voicemails, but all of our regular listeners, if you will, uh, you know who you are and we appreciate all of you. And then, obviously, as always, I want to thank our wives for letting us do this shit. And then I want to thank Chris for doing this because I wouldn't be doing it without anyone else or with anyone else other than Sam. I'm going to replace him with Sam in the future. That's right. I'll replace you with Jiggles. What the (laughs) hell? We're going to have feuding Juggalo podcasts. We're going to split just like they did back in 2014. Man, that was way too quick that you came up with that. I did not like that. Some bullshit. Um, Obviously, I need you as well because I can't steer a ship. You imagine me and Jiggles together; it's not going to go well. (laughs) We have no. We're going to get nowhere fast. Jesus, (laughs) we're going to be stuck on the intro for seven hours. You're always dissing Jiggles like that. That was a compliment that we're both in the same wavelength. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, what's the uh, tally here? Did you come up with it? Uh, Sam wins by a winning because you guys are still listening. Yes. Uh, winning so far by about 10 listens. Good job. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe it's the episode. You know, maybe it's not the guest. Maybe it's the, the song. I don't know. You well, never know. We'll just blame Jiggles. How much does Garrett have? <laughs> He's leaps and bounds more. <laughs> than the entire season combined. Uh, not more than the whole season combined, but it ain't that far. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Thank you. Uh, go listen to... Um, or go follow. He don't need to be plugged. Fuck Link. that guy. He's got enough. <laughs> he, enough. he quit his, he quit his day job. job. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck him, bitch. <laughs> Jesus. Why do you have a note that just says "sweet and sexy sounds of Dark Lotus"? Because <laughs> the album's so sexy, I wanted to make a smooth jazz cover of Violent J and the Visor. So well, that people look out for that. Do <laughs> Why do you have a note just says "I actually sweet have"? Sexy um. Psychopathic visor as a search on my <laughs> eBay. Good yeah. call. I'm sure it's going to be gross, but I, if I can find a nice crisp one, maybe we can just make some of our own. Make some new ones. Juggle over. We need more. That's what we, you got to help spread the word so we can get enough listeners to make visors. Because <laughs> who else is buying visors out there? Just me and you. What's with uh, songs for Isham? Everyone? Uh, I believe we wanted to make a list of anything. Lotus was. Uh, he mentioned it? Mentioned. You made that note. <laughs> this was about episode one or two. You made that note a long I, time ago. I just assumed that if it's an Esham note that you made it. So. <laughs> no, that was all you. I think we're uh, winding down, as we like to say. Yeah. Uh, there's one more big thing that we got to say at the end here. Oh, we'll uh, save that. But maybe with a little, little more um, just our thoughts on Lowe. Like, yeah. That's what we got to do, right? Um, yeah. Uh, well, I think we've talked about this, about why Red isn't on the streaming service. I think Mars told us. <laughs> because Pylon <laughs> J is petty as fuck. <laughs> and they pulled it. No, it's just, it is interesting. It's that because it's, he decided gold is definitive. So why would he play the inferior album? If that's what we're sticking with, then so be it. What did you say? Just how you feel about the... Oh, yeah, I guess. Where do we where do we rate it? Did it hold up? That's That should be the wrap-up question. Did, did it hold up to our uh, original thoughts? Did it surpass it? Did it fall below expectation? Did it age well? All those types of questions. Age well, I don't know. I don't know if it surpassed, but I don't know if it fell lower. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think it held a place in my head that was like super high. Mm-hmm. And then right when we started doing this, I'm like, oh no, I got, got <laughs> a little nervous about it. But I think it picked back up. And I, I understand that it's an important part mm-hmm. of the juggalo culture. Right. Um, I don't know. And that's a cop out answer that it's like neither here, like not one or the other. But uh, I think it's, it's not the best. It doesn't, it's not that it doesn't age well. You know, I, yeah. I think it's fine. It's above average, if you will. I don't know. What do you think? What am I, am I not no, saying this correctly? I think, I think you're kind of on the same pace where uh, going in, I had it pegged as like a, cla- a juggalo classic, as we call them. And I think it held up. It definitely is. I think I didn't realize how fucking haphazardly thrown together it was. Much like most tasteless. <laughs> yeah. And as we listen through it track by track, you know, deep diving. Clearly, there's like ups and downs, and like different sounds, different. The theme that as we went in, we thought was going to be like occult, scary, ancient, uh, alien, yeah. all this stuff. That stuff goes way out the door. And then you realize, oh, those are all the things that Mars brought. The beats that Mike Clark brought were more Mike Clark, you know, older sounding, uh, not older, but like pre-different sound. Yeah, those yeah. those early ICP albums they still had kind of that vibe, a little slower. The Mike P's are like more layered, a lot going on. And that's another thing, quick, that on the Blaze, one of those Blaze interviews, he mentions that they're in the studio, and we kind of touched on this, that they now have a studio, they have all this time, and they could do whatever they want. And he mentions that, that those second batch of songs, they're just writing in the studio as they go along, and one guy will just drop, jump in and start spitting out verses one yeah. guy will jump in and do this so Blaze kind of confirmed that we said that they had all this time and um, it's kind of funny that those second tracks were second batch of tracks were kind of written on the fly <laughs> like right. in the studio together they came up with different parts but you know all that tying back to I dig it I think it's a good listen straight through even though it has ups and downs and doesn't fully have um, it has two two lotuses it has those early lotus sounds yeah. of like uh, the other side and you know Walking through dimensions to uh, <laughs> to another right, you know, ghost in that, but then it has the occult and like more. All oh, these are spells, and this is like darkness. So yeah, it's it's not like you said. It, I think we thought it was all that, but it's really not. It, no, it's, it's, there's it's, two albums there. <laughs> You're listening to two albums on this, but I still think it's a classic. Juggalo it holds up. Maybe it's nostalgia. I, I, I would know. say that for sure. There's a lot of nostalgia that goes into yeah. it. So yeah, is it? classic you know musically or whatever front to back no but it's um, and in the end it has the top five at least top three almost juggalo songs of all time i would on it. i would agree he never called in but our boy eric was supposed to leave me a voicemail if he's listening to this he had all the time in the world but he did not <laughs> it goes right into the one of the last things we're going to talk about is uh the difference between the red and the gold mm-hmm. like do you have uh do you find them to be different? You know, like you can listen to them and have different feelings, or mm-hmm. do you take one specifically over the other? I don't want to vote one or the other, but no, I think I think gold, uh, gold more so. I connect with not connect with. I just I listen to gold more. It's on streaming. I have the vinyl. I have the CDs, but I don't have a CD player plugged in. I bought one. I bought. I got one. Congratulations. <laughs> Did not uh, plug it in and use it, but. Yeah, I'm not listening to CDs, so uh, I can't say I like one over the other. I just gold is what I listen to now. Um, but during the season, 
the red definitely like talk about nostalgia because I'm like, oh fuck, I remember this Mars. Right. Oh yeah, this sound makes me think of something. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't have a favorite one or the other. To me, they're linked together. It's just you can't pick one. Yeah, yeah. Tied I, together, especially with this this season making that. We've talked about it before. Just again, my boy Eric here, just talking about how one compares to the other. It's like uh, to him, and I assume to some people, the Mars version is far he thinks the Mars version I don't know if I want to say superior but it's just different like mm-hmm. he compares it to like you know the death metal to Barney like he thinks <laughs> that what Mars brought to it got neutered by ABK that's true yeah because Mars is straight up pulling a cult chance yeah <laughs> I, I agree with it but I don't know if it lessens I may have thought that before mm-hmm. but now that we've dug deep you know I don't think so. But and yeah. as the, the James email mentioned, even the lips and assholes hanging from your lips is actually from a book, he says. That's fine. <laughs> I did I forgot that note, but... Oh, I wanted to mention it before, but if you want to follow Mr. Jim there, uh, his Instagram is simply Tyndale, T-I-N-D-E-L-L, yeah. and he's a photog- I want to say amateur photographer. I yeah. don't know if he's like a professional, he's but... He's got some good... But the, when I seen him on there, I'm like, why is this guy following? He's just like a photographer. He's a weird photographer legit guy. dude. Yep, <laughs> He's no. not a juggle like the rest of us. <laughs> no, I would go follow him if you want to. Uh, to that, oh, go ahead. Uh, I, was, I don't know if yeah. I was going to say anything. To that point, uh, you're adding ABK's version now. That's a, It's like three albums because you have the OG one, you know, oh, Twisted yeah, ICP. Yeah. Then you have the Mars, like, because they still have the, ch- you know, the chanting and stuff on the hooks. And then you have the ABK ones like, all right, here now we're dropping in the Wraith sprinklings as well. So yeah. yeah, maybe the gold becomes even more convoluted adding him. But you know, whatever. That's what the album is. Yeah. Now you've. <laughs> yeah, like you said, I'm now I'm just repeating. You you had all these different versions into one, and now you're just bastardizing that, mm. which is kind of weird. All right. Well, this so, is uh. All that said, <laughs> all that being said, where are you? We, does we it? Did, we does did it get, not just take a break <laughs> to watch wrestling. Does, it, does Tales from the Lotus Pod get put into the Juggalo canon? We did Most Tasteless. That was put in, right? That's officially classic Juggalo classic. Yes, set in stone. Both versions, reissue and uh, hood hoodies. Most Tasteless. <laughs> do both versions of Dark Lotus Tales from the Lotus Pod get put into the Juggalo classic canon? <sighs> I think as a whole, it it does. I agree. For nostalgia purposes, for uh, them all coming together for the first time purposes, for... Living up to the hype when it came out. You know, 98 to 2001, I thought it did. (laughs) Many years later. (laughs) Yeah, I'm... It's good. I, I know some people think it's... There are better Lotus CDs, and I'm not going to debate that because I really haven't listened to all the other three very mm-hmm. thoroughly but um, yeah I think it's a Juggalo classic I didn't know if that was I didn't think that was what we were aiming for <laughs> I added that as a new segment to the wrap up yeah that's fine uh, yeah no I think it's it's uh, appropriately placed I don't know if it's my like oof do you have a number that it's like your top whatever? 
Ooh, I don't know. That'd, that'd have to be a, a, a series wrap-up. That's a tough one, yeah, <laughs> when we're 80 years old. Yeah, like, I, I very... I, I can easily say it's not like my top five psychopathic slash juggalo CD. No, probably not. I don't even think it's like top ten. Maybe not, no. But. There's also fucking 300 yeah. CDs, so. But there's clearly evidence of why it should be in. Yeah, there's not a knock. It's just it's not in my like top ten, if you will. But it has some classic songs, so that's for sure. It has a song that's a top five or so. You know, that gives it some weight. It does. Well, there it is. There's Tales from Lotus Pod. We did it. <laughs> we survived. We didn't get cursed. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, it's still there's still time. You we, didn't. <laughs> you didn't go through my weekend. <laughs> so, so you didn't. Can't say that you, you haven't been cursed. That's what happens when you try to do a seance. <laughs> yeah, no. We didn't get any stories of seances, so that's the most disappointing part of this season. The street lights did get all wonky out here. I blame that on the lotus or mushy mustard, one of the two. <laughs> He broke into your neighborhood because <laughs> he only lives fucking five minutes away and doesn't tell anybody. <laughs> Maybe I'm mushy mustard. That's highly oh, possible. No, know. no one knows. <laughs> no, because he, he spells everything correctly on the, <laughs> oh, on the website. God damn it. Son of a bitch. <sighs> All right. Well, we have a big one here to to end the episode. Are you ready to to tell your tale? Tell my tale. So should we of the Lotus Pod? Should we announce it as a oh man third, yeah third second in a first place? Sure, I think so. We're not going to go through every song. No, right? not to- not the full totals. We don't want to so begrudge anyone who didn't get a lot of votes. Correct. So um, we're alluding to, but we haven't really talked about uh, all season. We had votes on Twitter about who you thought was the MVP of each track. Chris had a vote, I had a vote, and then the fans had a vote. We tallied all those votes, and now we are going to see who the MVP of Tales from the Lotus Pod truly is. So, Chris, this painstakingly uh, and probably falsely uh, allegedly kept track of all these votes, and so now he's going to... We did all, we did um, tallied up ours, as you mentioned, a guest if they are there, they get oh, a full yeah. vote, and then one vote from the internet and hotlines. So if you called in the hotline, That's those false. were added. Those were not an individual uh, vote. Those were added to the total with the Twitter poll, and the tally goes. This the top three. If we do this again, we're doing it in a totally different way, but that's okay. <laughs> the top three. You know, it's a work in progress. We're learning as we go. Top three sets themselves above the rest of the pack. Early on, we thought Mars, he started running away with it early. He did. Uh, got a little nervous. We're like, what are we going to do, Fu Manchu? We, we can't didn't, do that. We didn't talk about oh. what. The- <laughs> <laughs> you edit that out. <laughs> so anyways, Marlo seemed like a guy who was not on Psychopathic was about to win. Yeah, we thought that was kind of strange. Tally. But I guess, you know, a couple early tracks were his bangers. He disappears. So here are the top three. In third place, with 7.5 votes. Coming in with the bronze medal. The man. (laughs) With the bronze dick. Does that mean the gold is gold? The silver is red? (laughs) (laughs) Because it's, you know. Yeah, so what's the other one? um, I don't know, untitled? (laughs) It's the shitty Echo Side Flyer. It's just the orange. (laughs) Orange for Echo Side Flyer. And for orange... Mr. 
Jamie Madrox, the multiple man, 7.5 votes throughout the season. Solid outing. In red, we get... He was the rookie of the year on that album. He came out strong. <laughs> rookie of the year. He had some bangers early on. He's he kind of the Cade Cunningham of <laughs> Dark Lotus. Maybe he would have had it if they kept that Black Crow or Crows, whatever you call it, or Untitled. If they kept that verse in, maybe he would have had it. But in red, second place, Blaze, you dead, homie. And I, now I thought Blaze was going to run away. We with both us. did, and he kind of did early on. Then he had a little run at the end. But he had a little lull in the middle there. I literally thought the first like four songs he was gonna have eight votes, but he did not. And now, here we are, the gold, number one, winner of MVP of Dark Lotus. Who would have thought? By only half a vote. That's right, twelve point five. He split. If you want to know where he split it, it was split on the black crow or the crows. We keep saying black crows because it's written on our spreadsheet that on the crows. Him and Madrox split a vote here, and that is the big man, the visor himself. <laughs> Everyone pull it out. Violent J wins with 12.5 votes. He's the, he's the gold. He's the definitive Lotus member. <laughs> the MVP of Tales And that's why he's so sad. He won't play it live. As, as voted by <laughs> us and the fans. Which, if we just go back real quick, we don't have... The tally of well, I guess we could, but real quick, Jay got one vote for something, two votes for I hurt myself, one for and we danced, three for Black Magic. That's that was that was the tipping point. That's what got him over the edge. Uh, one for bad rap, one for bitch I'm sexy, one for I want to die, and then half for crows and two for Juggalo family. So pretty consistent of like, not like um. Just for instance, like Blaze got three votes for Alibaba. <laughs> I mean, who else is going to get out there? Um, Blaze got two for And We Dance. Like, a lot of people got twos. Blaze got a lot of twos. Yeah. Jay, more consistent, you know? He had yeah. a lot of one. That's weird. A lot of ones in the Black Magic, I think. Yeah, he helped. had a, th- a three, a two, a two, and a lot of ones, where Blaze came with, like, threes and twos. That's interesting. That's, a, that's an interesting way to look at it, the longevity, mm-hmm. if you will. Violent J, MVP. If we ever see him or you know have any interaction <laughs> with him, we will get him his his, his plaque, his little trophy. Yes, we'll, we'll make him something. Golden visor. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be good. He's never gonna talk to us. <laughs> Maybe he will. Maybe. Maybe we get him for the next season. So. Jay being the winner, we haven't announced this. We didn't talk about it all season, but we may have alluded to it that because he is the winner, that is going to mm, dictate where we go for season three. Yes. Now, we don't know what that's going to mean. You mm-hmm. can take that as you will. Maybe that's... Uh, it could be a lot of things. So it could be in the ICP realm. It could be in the Violent J realm. It could be in uh, any other other realm. supergroups. Yes, he's in. So that being said, we will um, could be a review of Big Money Hustlers. For all you know, <laughs> bring Big Baby his trophy. But if you want to find out before season three kicks off, I say tune into the hotline. Maybe get a little spoiler before that rolls around. Yeah, but then when are we going to tell people to do that soon? 
We just got to keep calling in. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> keep calling in. And I'm sure social media and all That's that. Right. Or you just wait for season three to come because we'll be, uh, I'd say, soon. Yeah. Right? We got a date penciled in, but we, we won't announce it yet. You check us out on social media. It'll be announced ahead of time, definitely. But yes. season three will be J-related. What that means, we don't know. You, we know. You don't know. Yes. Things can always change. And then, uh, as we mentioned, and as I'm sure everyone knows, social medias are at Juggalo RWD. So keep following there. Or just follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe, and we will pop up on your feed. And you'll see when season three comes out. I'm sure we'll have an episode zero. We'll have an intro. We may still have some tie-ups for this season, but as we said, just keep an eye out on your feed and social medias. And And while you wait, rate. I just said that. Oh. Rate, review, and subscribe. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. I was enamored with the forbidden door. (laughs) Chris is watching wrestling, and I'm doing all the heavy lifting. Not that I wasn't not paying attention when he was talking about something about Mars earlier, so I zoned out then, but... uh, it's all good. Um, I think that is all. Season two in the books, possibly, probably. Black is magic. Let me be. If <laughs> if we have anything else, we'll let you know. And if not, then we'll shit talk the end of season two at the beginning of the season about <laughs> stuff that didn't happen that we thought was going to. All right, I think that's it. Thank you for following us and listening to season two. Tales from the Lotus Pod. If you haven't, go back and listen to season one, and uh, we'll see you soon. Within the next couple weeks, I would say. Yep. Bust them visors out, dust them off, send us your photos of them, because that's what we learned this year. Visors are sexy. (laughs) So is Violent J. (laughs) Bitch. (laughs) All right. I'm out. Thank you, and goodbye. Lotus. All music played in this episode and in this entire season is owned by the respective publishers and copyright holders and is reproduced for review purposes only under fair use. Side in my